You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Everybody to the nine to five entertainment system. We have so much fun shit that we talk about, but it starts on a down note and ends on a down note. What do we talk about? Well, the the first note is me on a wrecking ball, which is a down note. Then we talk about the worst documentary ever. We talk about Stanley Kubrick's genius, the pact on Netflix, the seven Black Friday deaths. That's the down note. Yeah. And Paul Walker having a crash, and Vin Diesel in Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, we, we kind of segue into lots of talks about uh, Daredevil and how they might be making a new one because they got the rights to it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoons and other superhero cartoons, uh, Daria, and somehow segues into uh, Elara, Mistress of the Dark, and the yeah. 9 to 5 upcoming movie club. Yeah. And, wait, different directions? As opposed to one direction. Yes, it's good. Uh, then we go back to Daria because Keith really wants to talk about Daria. Guys, I'm super into Daria. The cartoon, Daria. Uh, sure. Can I go on, Keith? Are you done no, with Keep it? talking! All right. <laughs> then we talk about ESPN's 30 for 30 Space Jam feature. Uh, I throw up on something. I tell another story about when I puke. We talk about Evil Dead 1 and 2, more Cowbell, and Evil Dead the Musical. That's all this episode. Back. It's all four people. It's been the first time in like six weeks or something that all four people are back. Vlogger. Oh man, why would you do that? Because there's a piece of art on the website, John, of you on the wrecking ball swinging. Oh right, Dad. Somebody made an offhanded comment, and then that t- got turned into a picture. I don't, I don't know how this. You're works. like somebody made an offhanded comment. Was it you being? I wish I was Miley Cyrus, and I wish I was in that music video. I don't think was I said that. Was that the offhanded comment Did I that say you that? made? I don't know. I we really always, doubt that I would say something like we that. We can always pull out those emails and, uh, and re- it, re- it really does sound like something I do not want. It, it's pretty much something that I said I would do, and then you said something like do it. Probably more like whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't even, was that an email exchange between the two of you? No, it was everybody. I don't even remember that from the chain, because like, for me it came out of left field. I was uh-huh. like, all right, this is happening. <laughs> it was in one of the website chains. Uh, I see. Uh, this is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Scott, John, Keith, Scott, Scott and Sophie. I'm here twice. <laughs> That's a subtle fat joke. What did anybody see? Uh, what did we see? Yeah. <sighs> what oh, man. I just watched the worst documentary I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I got an email from Netflix saying, this movie is now on Netflix. And I'm it's like, for you. That sounds exciting. It's a documentary about The Shining. There, I, I saw Cooper. that. I, I was actually on Netflix and I saw that. I was like, man, I really want to watch that. That and looks that fascinating. Do not. It is awful. Why? It is an hour and a half of five movie critics talking out of their asses. Explain. They, their, their main points are... episode 49. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, one, one of them is like, the, the Shining is absolutely a film about the rape of the Native Americans by American colonialists. Is that serious? Yeah, and he's like, and you can tell... Because in this scene, if you see where the caretaker is, is talking to, to Wendy, there's there's a can of baking powder behind him that's got an American Indian head on it. And then later then later on, they're in the same room again with that can, but the can is facing 
a different direction. I think you're giving me a reason to watch this documentary. It sounds then, retarded. Then one of them is Possibly like, this is part of the 9 to 5 film club. <laughs> this, this movie is obviously, Stanley Kubrick is obviously saying um, that the Holocaust was bad. He wanted to make a movie about the I really Holocaust. I thought you were going to say fake. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> the couldn't. Shining is about how the Holocaust was <laughs> And then one fake. of them is like, this movie is obviously about how Stanley Kubrick helped fake the moon landing footage. It's Seriously. obviously about that. And here are the examples. And this they're not examples. <laughs> I think I understand why they put those five guys together to talk about this movie. Like that, To me, you're selling this documentary. I really <laughs> want to watch this now. I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying the movie is about aliens. <laughs> but it's about but aliens. It's about aliens. <laughs> uh, another thing about this movie, none of these film critics appear on screen at all. They're just dubbed over? They're just dubbed over oh footage from The Shining and other Stanley Kubrick films. Really? So, like, one guy's like, I remember the first time I went to go see The Shining, and it's Tom Cruise from Eyes Wide Shut walking down the street and looking into a movie theater going, hmm. <laughs> so it's like they use like, the, the, the footage of other Stanley Kubrick movies as, like, as framing devices yeah. for what they're saying. Without permission. Really? <laughs> At the start, it says, there's a whole thing talking about fair use, and I'm like, that, I'm not sure that's really fair use here, because you're not really yeah. talking about Eyes Wide Shut or 2001 or just like it's just ridiculous alright so don't go see The Shining documentary on Netflix yeah. I watched Room a, a 30 minute analysis of The Shining and why it's genius uh, that I forget the name of the guy's website but it was like super not super Red Letter Media no, no it wasn't Red Letter it was like okay. some other guy who does also he, he does like more clinical analysis okay and um, it was like it was really good there was shit in there that I did not expect Kubrick put in that is brilliant and that you don't notice unless you're like really really paying attention that was what I was hoping for like for yeah. instance the um, the Native American coffee cup is like forward in one scene and then it it's turns on the other, the other. No, no. Yeah. here's a good one it's not even there's... reversed it's like turn two degrees <laughs> the um, you know there's like a lot of shots of the interior of the of the, the yeah, hotel yeah. right so they the, the interior shots if in your head you're building a map None of them make sense. There's doors that open into spaces where there shouldn't be a room because from another angle you saw that space and whatever. Yeah. The, the scene where the little kid on the tricycle goes around the whole hotel, he goes and makes turns that are not possible because the, the set was. He all... turns around a corner and ends up on the second floor. Exactly, or... shit like that. Like that, that, that. Like, and then nobody says anything. It doesn't ever yeah, get yeah, referenced. So it's, it's just, just like you, you have this like constant feeling of unsettled because things don't make sense. In the yeah, movie. they talk about that. Yeah, and then they make it like, and that is obviously. About why, Native Americans. Why the, why the Americans never landed on the moon. Yeah. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. No, you're just being crazy. Like, you know how I know that this is about the moon landing? Because in that storeroom, there's Tang on the shelf. Tang, astronauts, astronauts, moon landing, never happened. <laughs> crazy. What? The, the, the unsettling thing, though, that's funny because, yeah. uh, like, I had heard that before from Kevin Smith. Because really? he, he did that in when they're getting chased around the, uh, the compound in Red State. Okay. He was like, he's like, yeah. He's like, I heard Kubrick did it, and he's like, I'm not saying I'm Kubrick because he's like, Kubrick thought of it, and then I just ripped off Kubrick, <laughs> you know. But he's just sort of like for that same thing because they're like they're they're getting chased around the compound by the by the religious crazies, and he right. really wanted that like to make you as uncomfortable as possible because you're getting chased around. And he was like, well, what if we just like shoot the chase scene in ways that don't make sense? Yeah. To like. Heighten I mean, it. Yeah. To heighten the like the stage of being like, well, I'm pretty sure that they should be outside by now because of the amount of like left turns and from what I know in the rest of the film. So it's like the rest of the movie in Red State is shot like normally. Yeah. But it's like that specific chase scene has all those weird like 
cuts to be like i feel that they should be somewhere where they're not and like how are they in the basement like to give that heightened to being like you're being chased and you don't know where the fuck you're going awesome so yeah and he was like i ripped it off of kubrick <laughs> it was like not an original idea whatsoever yes yeah. one of the guys was like so what i did to not analyze this movie is i played the movie from front to back and then overlaid on the movie like right on top of it you're watching both screens at the same time the entire movie back to front what so th- like at 50% transparency he showed both movies one playing from start to finish one playing from finish to start film critics guys and then <laughs> and then he's work. like and what's amazing is at like 36 minutes in there's this scene of of Jack's face and he's like overlaid of them watching a TV and his eyes are where the windows are and his mouth is where the TV is and that just says to me that you know media is murder shit like that and it was just like <laughs> oh what I so <laughs> yeah I want to watch it so bad <laughs> And watch it with someone like Keith. You have to watch it with Sarah because she will just scream at you. I feel like getting up and leaving is probably going to be her most likely response. Yeah. She's going to be like, "What the fuck is this?" Exactly. She's like, "I'm going to go watch something fucking terrible, like Once Upon a Time." Yeah, I, I had to watch it in five sittings because every time wow. Marissa walked in, That's I had to turn it off. Dude. She's like, "Scott, <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> Why are you watching stupids on the TV?" I want to finish it. <laughs> I'm a completionist. <laughs> I also watched a wacky Netflix show um, that was called The Pact. And it was a movie that was a horror movie. And I was like, I'm going to watch a shitty Netflix horror movie. And it, I was like super pleasantly surprised. It like didn't try to do anything crazy. It was a good classic ghost story. The, the, like, the acting was competent. The direction was competent. It, like, it wasn't high budget, super whatever. I'm sure it like... I'm sure it didn't make that much money, but it was like a damn good little horror flick. Well, it was, it was, was great. We, we talked about that. Uh, well, I don't know. If, I think you and I might have talked about that when we watched uh, Talk Rewind This. Like how like Netflix yeah. is like replacing the VHS yeah. like phenomenon. And it's just sort of like – and you, but you still sometimes get those. Like Sometimes you get the obviously like the really shitty ones, like the Asylum films, which are yeah. just like – like complete shots of the dark. But you have some people who like sit down, make a low-budget horror movie, get a really sensitive on Netflix, and it just replaces the experience of like – Picking up a VHS thing that has a cool box art and it actually being good. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just sort of you're like, oh, this looks all like, right. Hey, I, I, would, I would, like, totally recommend this to somebody wanting, like, a, like a good fun like horror It's a random, random horror night. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, and, I, and then, like, none of the actors were names. There was, mm. and, and I'm sure it was done for, for like, less than a million dollars. Yeah. Did you end up watching The Conjuring, finally, or did you? No, I didn't. I downloaded it, but okay. I didn't uh, see it. From iTunes. Yeah, legally, yeah, legally acquired it. Four or five dollars, whatever the heck yeah. it was, to rent it. Um... This is not about movies, but I actually have the exact figures and how they died of the seven Black Friday deaths that happened last week. Really? Yeah, I know them. I Do you have them memorized? memorized? Yeah, I, I want to see this. Because I was keeping traps on it This all is day. yesterday, right? Black yeah, Friday? This, yeah, exactly. Two days ago. Like two days ago. But it'll be last week by then. Yeah. So there's seven Black Friday deaths. Okay. Uh, or deaths that are related to Black Friday. Okay. Uh, I Just, believe hang on. He really does have them memorized. He's got no notes or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that... Let me also add, the CEO of Walmart went on record saying this was the most successful Black Friday ever. Uh, I'll get to that. Keep okay. that. Hey, listener. Yeah. <laughs> hold, that, hold that thought. Hold that thought in mind. The CEO right. of Walmart said this is the most successful Black Friday ever. Yeah. So the first, well, not the first. I don't know how they happened chronologically. You didn't do it chronologically. Son of get a bitch. Get the I fuck do it, out. I do it in order of how little they are related to Black Friday. Okay. The first one that I'll do is uh, two guys shot each other in Toys R Us. Uh-huh. They both had guns, and it was like a running 
shootout and then their girlfriend started the fight and then one pulled out a gun and then the other one pulled out a gun. But people are saying that it might not actually be related to Black Friday because there was like no merchandise involved. It might have just been like a gangland shooting. Right. Or these guys had a beef with each other, ran into each other at Toys R Us. Ran into each other at Toys R Us or whatever. Because they were like, it did not seem to be about merchandise and these guys seemed like pretty intent on killing each other. And like, it wasn't like there was like a fucking... A, like box of Tickle Me Elmo in between. Right, it, right, right, it was right. like, Maybe it's just a Toys R Us turf war. Yeah. yeah. And floods. <laughs> we're we're getting into Christmas toys. season. That shit gets serious. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's a Black Friday double murder. Uh-huh. Uh, then there was another two incidences. One that where a guy just killed himself uh, driving a car home and they uh, imagine that it was sleep deprivation because of a long road trip to a Black Friday destination. Really? Yeah, exactly. Because he had, like, a bunch of merchandise in his car and just, like, drove off the road. So they're figuring, like, he fell asleep and just... <laughs> I was, like, stupid idiot. <laughs> the second one, they know this is the case. Uh-huh. Uh, these are the... A guy who had, I think it was, like, his three daughters and a friend of the daughter and his wife or whatever in the car. Uh-huh. And was on three hours of sleep on a 24-hour period on a Black Friday road trip. And crashed his car, killing two daughters. Oof, that yeah, sucks. Yeah, exactly. And it... What I think is kind of cool about this is that he's actually being uh, tried with negligent manslaughter for driving on three hours of sleep, which I was like, correct. Like, fucking right. Like, you have a yeah. car full of people and you're driving on three hours of sleep, like, to get fucking a television? Yeah, seriously. Like, but it, think of the savings! Also, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it also super sucks for that guy. Like, he, it does his super kids, suck for that his guy, kids just fucking died and he totally didn't, you know. I don't know, man. Like, if you're, like, feeling... His Christmas list is a lot shorter, though. Oh. Oh. Too soon? But that's what I'm saying. Fucking pull over, sleep on the side of the road, like take a power nap, fucking go to a Super 8 motel. Like, With some screaming him. kids in the car? Let one of the kids drive. Yeah. Whatever, let, let the baby drive. Yeah. No, yeah, I, that sucks. That sucks for everybody. It this sucks for every, everybody every, involved, every, uh, but I, I appreciate the fact that he's actually being tried because I'm like, that is a dangerous situation that you just put your kids in. And that yeah. is, like I said, it's not murder. It's negligent manslaughter. It's yeah, like yeah. Consumerism kills. Yeah. The other one, and uh, so what are we at? That's... Twelve. I wasn't listening either. We're at five. We're at a total of five deaths. Two to go. (laughs) Two to go. Uh, The sixth one is, again, a little bit circumstantial. Uh, It was a guy who had a heart attack during a Black Friday sale Uh at Target. And apparently people, whatever state it was in, there's no good Samaritan law. So they did not have to help him. And so they did not. And the coroner's report is like, yeah, he probably could have been fine if we had gotten to him sooner. But he was just having a heart attack and people were just stepping over him. So Holy Fuck balls. Yeah. That so, is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. That's it. They were like, it's not that Black Friday killed him, but it certainly didn't save him. No, shitty people killed him. Yeah, shitty people killed him. Yeah. Because if they had been like, oh, oh my god, this man's having a heart attack, and then like rushed him, he might have been okay. Yeah. But instead he just collapsed, and people just were like, whatever, just keep shopping. I don't want to get out of line. Oh, I've been here for 27 hours. Why, why does that need a law? What is wrong with this world? Good Samaritan law? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, it's. I don't think it needs a law. I really think that it should be doing it, but it's the fact that those people are not guilty of anything. Whereas yeah. it should be. <laughs> like, that that's how a serial killer movie starts, right? Like, some person related to that guy has the security footage of the yeah, 50 or 60 the people. Of everybody who stepped over him. It yeah, goes exactly. It's like that black and white photo now with the red X's going over it. Like, yeah. Like, they, like, slowly... And, and like, leaves a PS4 on their body. Yeah, exactly. This is what you wanted. Like... There was also, there's a lot of, like, super funny footage of, like, fucking, uh... <clears throat> I mean, this is taking a little segue. People, like, people charging for the PS4s? Oh, I saw amazing. that one. That yeah. one was great. Just stupid charging, but, like, like, there was, like, a box of, like, like it was a guy, like, and it was just, like, toasters or something, and it's, like, he, like, wheels it in on the little buggy, and people just are, like, Brr! and it's just, like, toasters. You're, like, okay, so it's 10 bucks instead of 20? Like, yeah. I don't, 
okay, cool. Like, $5 toaster. Hooray! Like, I'd really want to yeah. fucking get punched in the head for a fucking It's like toaster. the UHF ad for Spatula City. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> honey. City. We're out of spatulas. Let's go. <laughs> anyway, and the, uh, this... that, that gif of the, the guys running for the PS4s is amazing. Because yeah. one, grabs one right off the top, keeps going. Yeah. Two, grabs the next one. Three, grabs the next one. And the next... 20 guys pile onto the pile of PS4s, yeah. knock over to display, everything's on the floor. <laughs> everything goes down. Oh my god, it's so bad. So, speaking of, so, and now this is the last, and this is the only one of the seven that I find is like a, very much a true Black Friday death, and by far the most tragic. This is the real win? This is, it's the employee? Yeah. The, uh, the Walmart employee. Yeah. The Walmart employee who, like, they were trying to, like, um, there's been some, like, some footage of it, and there's been a couple of stampede footages, okay. where it's like they try to, like, let people into the store at like a fucking reasonable pace and all that stuff and then like somebody like busts through the barricade and then there's like yeah. stampede there's like a whole bunch of them yeah. in one of those stampedes they trampled a man to death a walmart employee just like a dude who that was trying is to, so they fucking crazy. tore the door off hinges like fucking like the doors are like busted open glass shattered whatever there's like footage of like other employees like climbing up on top of vending machines to like avoid the people like running with the bull style but it's people not bulls yeah but they were like like one of the guys was like the, the, one of the other Walmart employees was like I fell and just covered up and like was thinking like this is how people die on Black Friday that's and, so crazy and people ran on a man are, are, the, are the man. sales like that good I don't I don't get I, it I, like, I can't even imagine a situation yeah. even if somebody was like like you will need to like like what's the most expensive thing that you could be getting on a Black Friday like let's say a TV a TV okay. so, yeah, a 3D so, TV so yeah. a 3D TV is what about let's say two four, grand two grand sure. if someone was like like, what's the most that the sale could be on it? Let's say... 50%? The 50, most? 50, you think? Uh, the most. Not on electronics. They don't... They don't I've, I've seen 40%, yeah. so I would say the most would be 50. Most 50%. It's like $1,000. So you're saving $1,000. I'm like, for $1,000, I would not subject myself to that kind of stampeding situation, like of a savings. Although, I was reading uh, Mike Carazza, friend of Go Plug Yourself, uh-huh. um, was talking about it. He's like, maybe he's like, we don't really know how bad the economy is in the states. Yeah like, yeah, like he's like maybe this is not telling of like stupid consumerism, but telling of like desperation. I'm completely desperately poor, and I really want to get my family some sort of a decent present. Like, and I was like, that's even more bummer. Yeah, like there's like consumer whores, and then there's like consumer whores out of like complete desperation, complete desperation to not have a shitty Christmas. Like I'm like ah, that's even fucking worse. So yeah, so I've I've, I've gone not this year, but I have gone online shopping. On Black Friday, and there's some pretty good deals there. Not, you know, I bought my next, I bought my nice digital camera on a Black next, Friday, next and time, I got next like. Next time you go online shopping on Black Friday, just call me up. I'm just gonna I'm gonna come over to your house and keep punching you in the back of the head while you're like in the <laughs> checkout at the at the like on the website, just being like bang, like oh goddamn, like bang, bang, bang. Add the shopping cart. I stole your shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I logged into your credentials and I emptied it. Ah. <laughs> The worst part is that can actually work, right? Because a lot of those items are, like, saved by lot, and they're only reserved in the yeah. shopping cart. I logged into your Amazon cart, and I emptied it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ha sucker. So anyway. Uh, I, my favorite picture uh, I saw on Reddit of a Black Friday picture was at a Walmart, and it was late in the rush, so the store had been completely trashed. And there was, like, a 20-year-old black dude riding a children's bicycle holding a shotgun <laughs> down this fucking Mad Maxian <laughs> aisle of Walmart. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Just like, <laughs> I came to Walmart. I got in line late. These are the two things I'm leaving with. A children's bicycle and a shotgun. 
Like, we talked about it. Like, just, like, heading down, like, in the afternoon to, like, pick up the scraps. Because I'm like... I don't know, man. Yeah. What a fucking... I would almost, like, I'd almost rather go to the Walmart that's been destroyed just for, like, sightseeing. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like, go late in the day to be like, whoa, what happened here? Do you need a hand down from that vending machine? Hi, welcome to Walmart! <laughs> just to show up with, like, bottled water and, like, some bandages. Blankets. Blankets. Come here, come here, buddy. Here we go. I got you. I found a pack of Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's left. So yeah, fucking Black Friday. What the fuck? Yep. I do not understand it. And it was like, and they're like, they're like blinging, blinging it. They're bringing Black Friday sort of like to Canada, but it just seems like an orderly lineup, and then people <laughs> just go in. Like it doesn't seem like we bust through the doors or anything. There was nothing crazy that happened in Canadian Black Friday world. So yeah. Yeah. Yay. We just died. Oh, uh, Paul Walker died. Paul Walker. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Fast and the Furious. Died in a car crash. Died in a car accident. He was a passenger. No, no. Hang on, hang on. He was at a car show this weekend. Uh Oh, yeah. Just tweeting about how going fast is awesome. And was taking people on joy rides in his brand new Porsche. Uh Uh-oh. And then crashed his brand new Porsche. Someone else crashed it. He was in the passenger seat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And apparently hit a tree with enough impact to fucking burst the car into flames, killing everybody instantly. I'm like that is a fast thing. That Did you happened. see the picture of the car crash? No. no. Oh man. It's like, but it's like I read the description that it was like uh, the. It's like a red. The, the tree is brain. like sitting on. It, it it crashed right through the engine block. The tree is like right in the passenger seat. Like no, it's no no because no, dude Porsches have the engine in the, the back, back seat. Yeah, so it went it right through, through the like front. fucking paper. Yeah, the, like the car, the tree is sticking out of the middle of the car. Yeah, it's, that thing. Yeah, Oof. that's awful. That's a wreck. Which one was he? I don't. Eat, I don't remember. He's the not the, Vin Diesel and not the Rock. Oh, the cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson and not, yeah, Vin, not, Diesel. not Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. And not that guy. Not that little white guy from Tokyo Drift. I didn't see that one. Dude, there's Vin Diesel nudes. Is there nudes? Nudes. No, news, not nudes. Oh. Probably are Vin Diesel nudes somewhere. <laughs> I feel that he, the guy like that is probably has yeah. some nude pictures. Knowing yeah. his affinity for D and D, it's probably something his like casting Roll the Dice, uh, baby. Guardians. Oh yeah. yeah, he's playing Groot. He's playing Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. Whose only line is "I, I am Groot"? Unless, like, unless they change the character. Well, he played the Iron Giant, right? Whose only line was "Superman." Right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen the Iron Giant. Oh my god, I actually did see that one. That was a tearjerker of a kids' movie. Oh yeah, it's Woo. really bad. But anyway, yeah. So Vin Diesel's been cast as a super strong tree. Yep. Named Groot. Yep. Yep. So Guardians of the Galaxy is about like a raccoon. Yeah, that's that's happening. They're making a gigantic Marvel movie. About well, it's 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 about a group of space policemen called the Guardians of the Galaxy. One's a tree. And one's one a is raccoon. a tree. One's a raccoon. Uh-huh. I feel this is like this is a pretty out there. They're choice. shooting for legitimacy it's with these. Way ones. out there choice. The comic isn't even. It hasn't even iconic. been published in like thirty years. Well, or have they brought it back? No, no. It's it's being published, but it's not easily identifiable. I mean, like. People will know Blade before they know the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, for instance, have any of you ever heard of Groot? He's a main character. I have. Yeah, I know, obviously. I was saying, I was saying, any <laughs> of you to the internet. <laughs> can't say that I have. Like, I can't name, an, I can't name any of them. Like, Nova. I only know Groot because Nova and Rocket Raccoon. Nova. Nova. Uh, the yeah. Collector is the villain, right? The Collector showed up in Thor, Thor two. two. Yes, yeah. he did. Benicio uh, del Toro. Benicio yeah. del Toro. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, he's one of the elders of the universe. He's not really a nice guy. He's just sort of a weirdo. It's hard to tell if he's always a good guy or a bad guy. He just kind of does his own thing. He collects. Yeah. <laughs> You're a robot with a soul. Hmm. I would like to own you. This is kind of neither neither malevolent nor benevolent. Just wants greedy. To... Yeah, exactly. Just greedy. It doesn't always, but like sometimes it could just be like, you're the world devourer. I would like to own you. And you're like, oh, well, he got rid of the world devourer for us. <laughs> like, it's just it's like he doesn't really have a goal other than owning things. Right. So, yeah. We, is there, okay, what? They got back Daredevil. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. They, they re-owned Daredevil. They're so going to fuck good. it up again? Cause... I hope they cast Christian Bale. Oh, I was thinking... <laughs> I'm the Daredevil. So did you know that there's a, there's a director's cut of Daredevil, which is still not great? Okay. But um, supposedly like, the whole <clears throat> romance line, like storyline, is like almost non-existent in the original director's cut. <sighs> like the Elektra Daredevil stuff, it was like they screened it. That tested really positively because Ben Affleck had his own fucking like screaming woman draw okay so there was a lot of people that were going to be going to see daredevil for ben affleck right as like a women sure, sure sure 18 to 35 or something like that and they responded really well to the romance storyline so they just like ran with that in the wow. daredevil storyline and like they fluffed it up like a million times more than it had to be the director's cut is still apparently not great i don't know if you've watched the director's cut yeah it's part of my daredevil purchase fiasco yeah you wait, wait, wait multiple so many copies of daredevil why you do know? you own betty i've never even seen this movie i just heard it was awful and stayed away it's not okay even, okay so it's it's not a terrible superhero okay. what movie. happened to it's, it though what happened to the movie yeah why was it bad why was it bad just mostly, great. mostly, it just wasn't great. It was kind of Blade Three ish. There like was not... some really interesting aspects to it. There, there were some points in it that were well done, and I thought were cool new views on the whole superhero, specifically Daredevil thing. But the whole execution of it, I think, was just over the top and ended up super cheesy. One of the things I remember is that the fights were pretty garbage. Really, like there were like no standout fights. Huh. Like the special effect of him, his blind vision was kind of cool. Yeah. But the actual fighting was just lame. Like, from what I recall, and Ben Affleck himself wasn't super compelling as a a really heartbroken solitary understatement like, of the century. He's he's kind of a a likable buddy guy, like yeah. Ben Affleck yeah. himself, and he's supposed to be playing this tortured solitary. No one understands right. why I do what I have to do, and uh, like it, it doesn't really come across really well. Michael Clark Duncan is the kingpin. Is fucking wow. inspired. Yeah. He's he's great and menacing and and chews up sc- screen time. Colin Farrell yeah. as Bullseye is, is one of the cooler characters in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Garner at the time was at her career high on Alias, and okay. she plays Electra. She's not great in it, but she's not. Yeah, I, I don't think like, like everything I think about that movie is just that it was like that was okay. I didn't like that like, casting choice though. Like that, but that's like yeah, maybe it, not it's not that it's like a Electra, disaster. But... It's just. Was just kind of like shitty, but you know. But apparently, though, that was um, the first movie that. Who's the guy that runs Marvel Studios now? Avi Arad. No, Kevin Leahy. Something V. I can't hear the name Leahy without thinking of Mr. Mr. Leahy. Leahy. Yeah, it's someone. It's one of the guys sure. who's like who's like very much involved in um, like the what Marvel Studios is doing right now. Right. That was apparently like his first hand at getting into superhero stuff, and it was like. And there was a lot of stuff like there were there was they wanted a lot of the imagery from the comic, which I think they did poorly because there's a lot of like 
imagery from the comic oh, that, doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. that doesn't necessarily follow a storyline. But there's like a lot of like this is a recreation of this panel from this storyline. Like this is a recreation of this panel from this storyline. There's like a lot of like weird comic stuff going in. So it's like kind of like a proto. It, it appeals, we care about comics. It appeals a lot to the fanboys. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's but like, they jammed in a shitload of romance stuff. That they, really I, I think they really got away from them. But apparently, it was like those. The, the script probably wasn't very tight. Okay. No. And and yeah, part of that is because the director went one way, and then the editors and the studio wanted him to go another way, and in the end, he tried going both ways. And Ben Affleck was in the center of this thing, not really carrying the role. Yeah. 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 Okay. Also, and not not terrible, just not. With not not the same amount of gravitas that he that a character like Daredevil kind of needs, but and that's a, a big reason why people are against him playing Batman. I right. also a quote that came out of Ben Affleck's Daredevil career was, "I will never do a costume superhero movie ever again." He said that after doing Daredevil. Huh. I guess Batman sort of is like, except Batman. <laughs> like there's like an unspoken asterisk of except Batman. I will never do a costume superhero movie ever again unless it's Batman. Anyway, so I I bought Daredevil on VHS. Okay. Because, whatever, it's a superhero movie. It's not the greatest one, but like, quality never really affected my purchasing decisions. <laughs> robot jocks. Um, hey, don't diss robot jocks. And no, then I watched Daredevil on DVD uh-huh. that Anthony Green had. And it's had this great special feature on it that was like a two-hour documentary about the comic book Daredevil. Huh. It was great, long, and like they had character creators from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, all the way up to the current comics. Right. The, the artists and the writers talking about this character, really breaking it down. It was a really fascinating documentary. Yeah. And I bought the VHS on sale, previously viewed from Blockbuster, for like five bucks. And then I'm like, well, the movie isn't really that great. Like, can I really justify buying it again for a special feature? Sure, you could. Right, and I thought about this, and it kind of tossed around oh, in my box, head. Man. Yeah, but a, a special feature that I'd also already already seen, okay. right? Like, okay. so looking for a DVD when it's like twenty bucks, like, eh. yeah. And then I walked into a video store, and it was on sale. D and D, or DD Daredevil, the director's cut. Yeah, on sale, ten dollar yeah. DVD. Totally like, didn't have the special feature. Totally didn't have the special features. <laughs> so I've got two <laughs> copies of a movie. Cut. It did have the director's cut, so that kind of justified the purchase for me. I'm <laughs> right. like, so this is kind of a different movie, and it's got different stuff that I haven't right. seen. On, and it's a DVD, and it'll have all these features. I bought it, and it doesn't have that special feature on it. It doesn't Amazing. have the documentary. So I own this movie that I kind of don't really like twice, twice without really having the reason I want it so in the first you, place. So you've seen the director's cut, though? I have seen the director's cut, yeah. And is it like... Well, there's, a, there's a plot that they removed to make space for the more romantic scenes. Uh, there's a murder plot that um, Matt Murdock... That Matt, Matt Murdock is trying to solve as a lawyer, and the murder ultimately ties into the kingpin having this guy offed. So he has two reasons to go after the kingpin. One, because the kingpin was responsible for the death of Daredevil's father, and two, because lawyer Matt Murdock is trying to pin you know, conspiracy to commit murder on the kingpin through cool. his other life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool plot line. It doesn't always happen in the comics either. <clears throat> like, often, the fact that Matt Murdock is a lawyer is just, like, tangential in a lot of the comics. Yeah, and it also explains why the newspaper reporter is involved, because he covers the crime. Now we're, now we're taking some gross assumptions that people remember the plot of Daredevil. You know, the newspaper reporter Ben, ben Urich. Ben Urich <laughs> is, like, a main character in Daredevil comics, who works for the Daily Bugle. Yeah. He ultimately uncovers that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. I watched the first couple episodes of Ultimate Spider-Man. 
on Netflix. You would love that show. It's super fun. <laughs> it's, wait, wait, wait. Is this live action or is no, it? No, no, no. It's, it's, a, it's comic that's and and super the, meta. Super, super meta. Like lots of asides. Like super, like dead, Deadpoolian asides. Uh-huh. Like we're like talk. Chibi. Like, really? Talks like yeah. di- directly to the comic. And it's like ah, and just like it runs away and just like makes fun of Nick Fury like in an aside while like Nick Fury is trying to be like all serious and stuff. Uh-huh. Very and the people involved in that are ridiculous too. When you watch the opening list like Loeb yeah. is involved and Paul Dini Paul Dini's involved yeah. like a lot of p- people really Boyd Kirkland directs a bunch of them he's yeah. the guy who directed a bunch of the Batman animated series co- yeah, cartoons yeah. it's like a pretty solid list pretty fun very fun uh, very Keith yeah, when I, I watched okay. it and I'm like Keith would really like this this <laughs> is like this is like Spider-Man for people with ADD and how many episodes are up there two seasons yeah two seasons mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, it's kind of it's um, put Spider-Man into the Avengers universe, sort of. Kind, kind of. of, yeah. It's kind of like as he's, Spider-Man's fighting in he's high school Spider-Man. He's fighting crime, and then Nick Fury is like, "Whoa, you know, we're part of Shield, and we take superheroes and we train them. So you should totally work with us." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't want to," and then he gets into a bunch of trouble, and he's like, "Nick Fury, please help me." And he's like, "Okay, now I have to follow the rules." Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> just sort of like he's like, "Whatever, man, I stopped the bad guy," and he's just sort of like. Just take a look around, Spider-Man. It's, like, covered in webbing, and, like, cops are, like, stuck in it, whatever. He's like, I think that if Captain America showed up, like, you'd have an entire New York street, like, taken down for, like, a, like, wrecked because of a bank robbery. He's like, maybe. (laughs) He's like, no. Cap would have, like, blocked a bullet, thrown a shield. Guy would have been down. Right. Would have, like, handshaked in burgers with the cops. And Spider-Man's like, whatever. Have you seen the episode yet where Iron Man shows up? No. That one you will love. I've watched the Iron Man show. Iron Man show or the Avengers show? I watched the first episode of that. I'm watching first episodes of a lot of Superman hero cartoons. Uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes Avengers is fantastic. Is it that one? Is it the one where Hydra attacks right at the beginning? Yeah. Okay, and it's so got that cool. super Linkin Park sounding theme song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The theme song is really bad. <laughs> they, they lose it in season two. They just like drop they, it. No, they just have someone talk over it. The Avengers are Earth's Mightiest Heroes instead of that like super, <laughs> the world is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's really it's quite bad. Oh, bad. Oh, shit. Also, uh, do you know what I am rewatching all of? Daria. Why? It's so fucking good, dude. Really? It's so good. I think I saw, like, a, an episode, maybe, when I was younger. I never really got into it. Really? I've always yeah. wanted to see it. I've never gotten a chance. It's so good. Is oh, the cake song Daria, like, the theme song? No. It's another song. La 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 la. Okay, anyway, so. Anyway, no, like, I I was watching it and I was like, I realized, like, it was like a very, very, very nostalgic. So, I mean, like, I can't fully speak to if it holds up in nostalgia vision, but I still find it really funny. Like, it probably is one of the most important, like, TV things of my, like, development. Serious. For real. Like, she's just, like, the sarcastic. It's a sarcastic girl and her artistic best friend who fucking make fun of absolutely everybody who wants to be popular and, like, high school jocks and, like, right. fucking... Like, it's just... It's very, very, like... It's all on Netflix? If you want to talk about developmental, mine was Elvira. That's weird. It's not all on Netflix, no. Oh, you that's you gotta shame. get the, the box set. <laughs> Don't just let that slide. <laughs> Sophie? Uh, that she was just Explain how. About. Well, she was watching Elvira, and then she was like, Cute. I want boobs like that, and then it was developmental. And then boobs. I meant more like attitude. <laughs> but sure, let's let's take it to boobs. She had an Keith. attitude? 
I thought she just introduced things. No, she she had like a really she had a lot of attitude, and she also had a couple movies, and that's how I discovered her. And when I was fourteen, thirteen, mm-hmm. me and Emmanuel watched that movie like religiously and know it by heart. Which movie? Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. The one that she's actually in, as opposed to just her introducing other. What ones. does she do? She has a little adventure. Dealing oh with my God! Have you seen this? Laura. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, she I, has, I've she... not seen it. I think this might be Sophie's pick for the yep. 95 yeah. Movie Club. Yep, I think so. <laughs> Write that down. What? She uh, has adventures with the normals. That's part of the movie. It's okay. a deal with like a blonde girl. Yeah, there's a, she. She gets stuck in a hick town, and they're all kind of thrown aback at uh, at her appearance. And there's an element of the mystic in it, and it's 80s zany, and it's really tacky and cheesy and wonderful, and I love it. Huh. Imagine, okay. imagine if like Ernest saves Halloween had a it's Ernest scared hot, stupid. Ernest scared stupid. Yes, you're welcome. Had yeah. had a <laughs> had a hot, big-breasted protagonist. That's kind of what That's, Mistress of Dark yeah. is. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm imagining awesome. Ernest with breasts. <laughs> you and everybody else. Hey, Vern. <laughs> hey, Vern. Uh, yeah. Back to Daria, though. It was yeah. like. <laughs> I'm just saying, I had more of a story, so I'm sorry. Let's get more about Daria. Well, not Daria. Elvira and Daria <laughs> crossover comics. No, I'll leave out the tassels. The Damn ta- it, I was tassels. really hoping for the tassels. I know. I know. Well, we'll save it because, okay, we, we can talk about this a little bit, that we're going to be doing this at some point. Which is? The 9 to 5 Movie Club. Okay. All right, is... wait, wait. Did did Daria ever cause you to, like, practice something? To, like, learn how to juggle? <laughs> or, like, Daria, Daria, like, like... Did it ever make you do something extracurricular to Daria? Like play, like become an artist or learn to play guitar. I've... You're just trying to lead up to the fact that me and Emmanuel were 14 with our freshly sprouted breasts trying to figure out how to rotate tassels with our boobs in different directions. This happened. This happened. In different directions? Yep. I'm gonna hang on to this for the 9 to 5 movie club. Wait, we're gonna watch no, no, directions. no. Delve into this. No, this is, this is solid footage. If we're going to talk about the Elvira movie, this is solid audio for... What? You need to save this. This is a teaser for an episode that's going to come out in a couple months. Save it, Sophie. You're I think you can tell- talk about breasts. You can, I because we're we said that we're going to be do- doing the nine to five movie club. Where we all sit down and watch a movie, and then we talk, make like an episode about it, and possibly the Elvira one. And to me, this is prime Elvira content. If we watch the Elvira movie, okay, dude. Thoughts? Bit. Talk about what you want to talk. Okay, fine, Sophie. Tell us about your boobs. <laughs> I was like, I made it developmental about boobs. You know, you want to go there? And now Scott's like, yeah, tassels. Keith, I think you're missing I've the point of this conversation. I've never said tassels. Twirling boobs. No, the point of this conversation, I think, is arguing with you at this point. So. Oh, no, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. You want to do it? No. Did you Did you guys succeed? Yes. Who Different directions? <laughs> yeah, like, I guess it's one going clockwise, one going counterclockwise. I don't believe that. Proof. Elvira <laughs> does it in the movie. She so does that's one going for... one direction and one going the other yeah. direction? I feel it's yeah, fucking with an crazy. Up, an up and down with like a, a like a thrusting motion would like put a little bit of a spin. I just just take your hands and do this. You can do it with your hands. It's not the same thing. Yeah, as stuff like, that's I don't like, have bones and muscle in yeah. your boobs. Well, there's muscles. I don't think really the same way as you have arm muscles. Well, I'm just saying that's what makes it so spectacular I when you know. watch the movie. I really like, want to wow, see this now. How did she do that, guys. I'm shimmying. On that note. <laughs> What was D- that about Daria? Daria made me like, I think like two two big things in high school were Daria and Johnny the Homicide. Did she make Mania. you juggle something else? She did. I just jerked off to Daria. Not like no, actually, absolutely did not. What? You jerked off to like bug the anime Muppets. porn? Did you dress? Did you like Garth? 
jerk off to like Bugs Bunny dressed up as a girl bunny? No. What? Because <laughs> it had no tits. I don't know. <laughs> I would maybe Jane. Jane is a lot hotter than Daria. Holy Daria's shit! Are we gonna hear about Daria? <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, so it's like, yeah, like, like a little outcast kids being like fucking making fun of popular kids uh-huh. and all that stuff. And, like, I watched it, uh, like, Mark watched it, Aaron watched it, we all like watched it, talked about it, and it was just kind of a like that whole like other people make fun of everybody too. And it was like just like a show about these like smart outcast kids. Like, Daria's like really well, really smart, well read. Her friend Jane is not as smart, but is like an artist. Right. And then they just fucking make fun of all the kids that really want to be popular and all like the stupidities of like high school. And it's like still very, very fucking funny. Yeah. Like holds up, holds up quite well. Like I was like, this is still funny to me. Like episodes that I don't remember seeing <laughs> are like, I was like, I don't remember this episode, but I still find everything in it pretty funny. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very, very good. Speaking of Bugs Bunny, has anyone else seen the um, mockumentary ESPN 30 for 30? Space Jam? Space Jam? Yeah. No. It's, they take Space Jam as an actual sports history moment. Right. And have all these like, like with sports the way- writers breaking it down. Like, oh, my God. Michael Jackson. You have to remember, 1995, Michael Jackson had not played basketball for two years. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Right. <laughs> has not played basketball for two years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, not only is he back, but there are aliens invading Earth <laughs> to play basketball. Exactly. And it was instead of, you know, the logical choice, like defending existence, like with like picking like maybe an NBA all-star team, he went with a bunch of cartoons and Bill Murray. <laughs> like, like, that's the team he had to work with. Like it looks like it was good now, but at the time, we just didn't understand what he was thinking. Right. Foghorn Leghorn, he he dies, he dies on the court. He gets roasted to death, and the team, the team just had to go on. Exactly, he's like a lot of other a lot of other teams are just thrown in the towel and, and packed it in, on like upon the grisly murder of one of their teammates out there on the court. This team dug deep. <laughs> this is a this is a whole movie. No, it's, no, no, it's no, like it's a like, nine minute video. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, it's like a short. It's super funny. <laughs> I, I recommend, recommend it. it. Right. Um. Do you want to talk about Scott throwing up on something? Yeah. I love talking about Scott throwing up. Isn't that like, like there's a whole thing. Were we going to do a, a sequence exactly. of all the things that the time? What did we cover last time? Scott? I don't know. I, we, I don't know. But you said. Oh, we just covered my stomach flu. I was, I was like. Oh, yeah. Scott, regular old Scott puking. So, but uh, John, yeah. I think you had a story that you were like, oh, I want I had I like a hundred stories. Uh, okay. So, which one do you want to tell Scott to tell? Pick one. I what, that you're going to tell? About yeah, yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, do you remember the mailbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the mailbox. The mailbox you would always throw up in like a hundred times. What was really awkward about that mailbox is then I tell changed jobs story, where so. I had to go buy this mailbox every day uh-huh. and it looked at me. It's like your old friend. Yeah. Uh, so I must have been 17 or 18 when I first encountered this mailbox. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> This mailbox was located right at a bus stop that I would need to take to go home to take one of the night buses. It was on the corner of... Don't say exactly where it is, because somebody... <laughs> downtown and downtown. Is there a statue of limitations on vomiting on fucking... <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but you don't want that just on the record. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a downtown mailbox, and it was right by a night bus bus stop. And uh, I needed to be sick. And I, it was cold that night. It was like... January is <laughs> minus 20 it's 3.30 in the morning and I'm wasted and I'm like I'm going to puke but I'm waiting in line for this bus and there's like 10 other people here and I don't want to 
you know, have them stand in front of my puke. I thought you were going to say, I don't want to lose my place in line. <laughs> I don't think I lost my place in line. I think the guy behind me was like, no, no, please. I want to find out where you're sitting and, and not, sit, sit, there. not sit next to you. Um, so there's this mailbox there, and I'm like, well, logically, if I threw up in the mailbox, that would spare everyone from having to stand around waiting, looking at the puddle of puke. So I opened the mailbox, and I threw up in it. Uh-huh. Again, you gotta remember, minus twenty. Got mm-hmm. frozen, frozen lump of mail. Isn't it like a criminal offense? Probably, possibly. Yeah. I never really looked it up. Okay, but that's not even the story, right? Because that mailbox became a friend. Yeah. I yeah well, I told this story kind of begrudgingly one night, yeah. being wasted, three thirty in the morning, going, "Man, I threw up in that mailbox once before. <laughs> Why don't you throw up in it again? I don't know. Why don't I throw up?" In it? <laughs> I don't want to throw up. And at least at least three times I was coaxed into throwing up into it. And then one time I left a party that was a couple blocks away from it. and Went out of your way. Went, to get went, the- went, went on a foot race with someone else. I'm going to make it to the mailbox. And then saw a trash can like a block away from the mailbox. Was like, no, no. It's mailbox time. No, Choke trust it. me. I got a better spot. It's just up ahead. Choke it back, Scott. Choke it back. Make it to the mailbox. That's where you want to go. And, like, this all happened within the space of two years. So not, like, not like spread out over my... So do you have... What are are those two years? Probably 96, 97, 97, 98. 17, 18? 18, 19, yeah. 18, 19, yeah. So either way, 1996, 1997, if you ever received, like, a weird funky smelling piece of mail... And, yeah, this is the years when mail was still going, right? Yeah, exactly. Those were personal letters and stuff, and there wasn't just, like... (laughs) I was like, nowadays, throwing up into a mailbox, I can imagine it'd be empty a lot. Just a bunch of fucking work. Although it would be more... No, Some like, secretary but dropped off. But critical because it's always business stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I was say, There's also, always an email copy and whatever they're sending. I think it'd be more tragic because I think the only people that really use mail, like meaningful mail in old mailboxes folks. now are old people. Yeah. It'd be like, I just like sent you like... Grandma's letter. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, like I sent you these like old photos I found of your great-grandfather going to the... <laughs> <laughs> Vomit-soaked heirlooms. You're like... you. Mother. I never really also, thought of the, the mail winter, so much. So it would become a solid frozen lump. Yeah, it's the mailman yeah. also, which is it's, just like, it's, oh, yeah, come it's on. the mailman. Because, again, this was pretty close together in time period from the first time to the last time I puked in this mailbox. Probably the same. So it was shit. probably the same guy. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Because you didn't pick it up every day, right? So, like, yep. every Wednesday or Thursday, you had to come by and just be like, pretty awful, Scott. You're a terrible person. I'd be so bummed. Yeah. I'd be like, clink. Oh. Oh, come on. And, like, the worst part, though, is that then, like, then there's that mailman, right? Where there's, like, part of him is like, do I sort this or do I just, like, chalk it up to, like, acceptable lost mail? And just, like. Like, what do you do? Shun can just, like, throw it in the garbage. Like, like, do do you chisel that block out and put it in your bag? I don't even know. Where do you thaw it out? You do it like, do you break it to pieces first and then thaw it out individually, trying to let bits fall off? I, I, it's like, terrible. There's other mail in the truck, right? Like yeah. how 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 do you put them together? I think it's just a plastic bag, and you just chucks it in the back, and then feels 
figures it out. I feel that it also is a pretty good chance it just got thrown the fuck it away. It probably just got thrown the fuck away. There's got to be a policy. This is going to be one of the strangest contemplations we've ever had as a group. But this has happened before, right? This is... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're going to have a of Scott. Scott throwing up on things. Yeah. We all have our favorites. No, I mean just like how to thaw vomit mail, really? Yeah. Well, like, Scott's the one who made this a reality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is not... A, like, there oftentimes was, when we have these line of thoughts, like, we're thinking of, like, hypothetical situations. Yeah, like, no, oh, no, this is actually like, oh, this, someone did this. Yeah. Someone had to deal with it. It's one of my contributions. Because before, no one knew how to deal with this problem. Because it was only hypothetical. Faced with this problem, so they had to find solutions. You're thinking that they like added a line to like the the postal serving, like the, the manual to being like when uh, you have frozen 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 vomit stuff. Yep, this is in the event of frozen vomit. I, I guarantee you they threw it out. I feel I was just like I I, I can't I can't think that they would because there would be something critical that would be there. I think no, they have to uh, deal. There, there's an acceptable <clears throat> amount of lost mail, right? Like there's a. But a there's percentage. also there's also like an acceptable level of damaged mail that can be decided as undeliverable. I'm not sure that the mailman picking it up is the guy who's going to decide. That's what I'm saying. I think he might throw it in a bag and then bring it into base. Yeah. And then <laughs> at at base they they make a call as to being like how vomit soaked is this? Like I like to I like to picture him holding it out the window so it doesn't thaw out until <laughs> he gets back to the post office. Just ties it ties it around the back of the truck so it's like on a bag like on the outside. Yeah. Make sure it stays cold. Meh. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else going on? To answer your question earlier, John. Yeah. Yes, I have watched something recently. Oh. Um, yeah. So last last week, I went to see Evil Dead the Musical. Oh, yeah. With Scottish Boy. Uh, at the end, if you read the article, there's a little comic saying that basically he's never watched the original Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. I know. Well, anyway, so we watched... Yeah, well, again... You're dating someone who's never seen Star Wars, so she's seen Evil Dead a bunch. Is it Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, we watched both of them yesterday, the Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, and it, it was just really actually interesting. I mean, yes, he enjoyed them and he had fun and he laughed his head off, but it was interesting for me to rewatch them because I saw them a very long time ago and I was kind of scared, mm-hmm. so I didn't pay full attention. But it was interesting, especially in Evil Dead Two, to see the evolution of Bruce Campbell as an actor and just how insane his performance is in that movie and it kind of shed new light on Bruce Campbell for me yeah Evil Dead 2 is where he first goes over the top like the crazy facial expressions and exactly like the, yeah. And, yeah no it was it was kind of something else like half the movie it's just him screaming and losing his mind on his own alone with like furniture moving getting yes. blasted with the the blood from the wall is that 2 or 1 2 or it's like that happens kind of in both yeah, but the one no, that's no, like no. super over the top and him falling sets again the record for the most fake blood ever used in a movie. That's yeah. Really? That's still, in the second no. one. No, not still, but There's at no way, the time yeah. of the second one. But yeah, but that that's part of the part of the reason that in the new Evil Dead. There's the raining blood scene for like ten straight minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just to like <laughs> to get close, and they were like, it's just fucking pouring yeah. like blood over an entire set for so long, and this and then I like, guess. Part of the reason the that remake, yeah. that scene is there. I still haven't seen it. I gotta. It's I gotta so watch good. That. Well, okay. Yeah, it's tough to. It's, it's hard. It's, it's hard for scary. me. It's hard for me to sit down and watch a horror movie because now my kid is old enough to figure out what's on the screen. No, he's not. He's what? Six yeah. No, old. no. The, the studies are showing that, like, starting at seven or eight months old, kids can start to be affected by what they're seeing. I have this cool thing where it's called turning the baby around 180 degrees and then whatever. And he's listening he's to the screams. Yeah, exactly. Just listening to the screams. Like, ring, ring. generate like, apathy in a baby. Make it part <laughs> of the background. Correct. <laughs> I was like, I would be so excited. If I was like desensitized to horror movies like earlier, 
And it'd be all these horror movies I could watch without being scared, and then I would be have a way better fucking childhood. <laughs> horror movies, like, fucking are shitty and scary Dude. when you're young. Yeah, the fucking shit you can't deal with just means a baby wakes up all night long. Yeah, but eventually, though, you have a badass eight-year-old who can watch any horror movie without being scared. Okay, anyway, so you should really try to check uh, it out. It's, it's it. like, it's not amazing, but it definitely does stuff different, and it's like... Good to good to look That's at. It's an Evil Dead movie. Yeah, I, I like yeah. Evil Dead. It I found it does it really well. Like keeps some of the like. There's like these weird scenes where it's not funny, but like it's funny. Yeah, like it's kind of like there's no jokes in the new Evil Dead movie the way there is in like Army of Darkness or even in Evil Dead Two. It's a yeah, lot more like it's a lot more like Evil Dead One in terms of like there's no real jokes in the first one. Yeah, except. Like, the whole movie, but there is the funny one. stuff. Like it is <laughs> the movie as a whole is kind of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in yeah. the fact that it's like the special effects and stuff are like it was crazy. Just like, the camera angles. You guys got a camera. Let's go shoot something in yeah. my shed. Yeah, but exactly. But it's just like, like there's like a lot of like like the the scenes that like particularly like just like people's reaction to being like, oh what the fuck? Like every time like something terrible happens. Yeah, the characters look like uh, like. A little bit terrified, but also just, like, a little bit bummed that something has happened. And it's just, like, it's not, like, a joke, and it's not, like, hammy or anything. But you always kind of see it in their face, like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, just kind of, like, this fuck. And, like, I don't know. I thought it did a good job of retaining the, like, the tone of the original Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. I was so, really curious to, re- to to watch that one, actually, but someone watched it and said that I wouldn't be able to. It's scary. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, there's a fucking... Really? Lo- like, in terms of, like, what the scary stuff that would freak out Sophie, like, it's Probably, a lot yeah. of jumping stuff. <laughs> A lot of fucking like gore. Well, gore. There's a lot of gore, but yeah, like a lot of like screaming demon face stuff. And the, like, the, the trailer was uncomfortable for me with the eye cutting, with the, cutting tongue. the tongue. Yeah. The tongue. <laughs> like when she slices. When she the takes the knife and cuts her tongue in half yeah. in the trailer, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I'm gonna rewatch Army of Darkness though because uh, it's been something like 10, 15 years since I've watched it. That's Crazy. what I was gonna say. So if watching Evil Dead one and two back to back is is kind of tough because. It's the same, the same movie. movie. Yeah. John, went, well, Scottish boy was really sick. Uh, he had some fever and stuff, so he was kind of. I was taking care of him. He was on the couch, all like meh. So we were. You opted for Evil Dead instead of more cowbell. More cowbell? Why would we? What? He had a fever. The only cure. God damn it! <laughs> I could have cured him so much faster. Exactly. I've got a fever, and the only cure, cure is more, more cowbell. cowbell. That's great. <laughs> no, but like I, I find that interesting. I would have gone with Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness as like a yeah. No, I'm gonna um, expose you to this, and also at the end of this, that was awesome. But there was a college movie made that was basically Evil Dead Two. I it was different. no, it's because the plot of Evil Dead the musical, uh, which is why we were watching them, it has to do with a group of friends, not just Ash and this chick and then random strangers that run in so it was th- an amalgamation of one and two yeah. that made the plot of the musical so I was cool. like let's watch the first one then let's watch how they redid it and did a lot better and it's still crappy and then let's watch Army of Darkness later John have you seen the musical? yeah yeah, I uh-huh. it. so yeah we've yeah. all seen it yeah. yeah, it was really nice of them to give us press passes for it did they? yeah nice. yeah. Oh, wow. cool. I, yeah I asked you guys if you wanted to come but you were all like our right. schedule is too hard well it was like they went on a Wednesday in Toronto right Right. It was in <laughs> was, yeah. yeah. That was a little bit of a crowbar. That's what happened. Works for yeah. the rest of us. But they are running till January 5th, so you guys can still catch it. I, I think I just came across the program of their original run. Oh, I, did I have, you? I have it somewhere. Yeah. Holy crap. Are all the shows in Toronto? Or are they, they toured yeah. with it? Or yeah, it yeah, yeah. They're in uh, the Bathurst. Uh, okay. What do they call it now? Something else. Theater. How was, how was the, the, the remounting of it? 
Um, it was really good, actually. You didn't read my review, you jerk. I did, but I actually read the review, and your review said different things from what you told me in person, so now I'm like... I don't know. Well, you said that, the like, other than Ash and Jake, the rest of the cast seemed a little less than, and you didn't write yeah, that in your review. Yeah, in, in the singing. Yeah, she did. She wrote that in her review. Did she? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I read the review. That's what she said. Well, They're very dynamic and stuff, but yeah, the, the, I miss the singing voices of some of the original cast members, but yeah. Well, one of the original cast members was like a Canadian Idol contestant, right? Really? Yeah, yeah. she was. The one who played Annie, I yeah. remember. Yeah. I, I don't know for the life of me what her name was, but yeah. The I'm one really who played Annie. That program. They did a good job, and they were <laughs> dynamic, but yeah, there was something uh, about the original voices. Was that it all really the same songs? Was it just like a rematch? Everything the was the same. Uh, the yeah. set changed a little bit, but only in uh, to, to accommodate the, the new venue, I'm, I'm guessing. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's I'm, it. I have Blood a soundtrack. Blood quantities multiplied a thousandfold. That's they really. They even have like you know fire sprinklers on the ceilings. Yeah. Blood. Yeah, raining down just because. That's super. Good. That's yeah. super awesome. Yes, it was. How bad was it in the front row? Did people get like? Oh yeah, no, they were completely doused. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That came out looking like Carrie. Pretty. Really hard to yeah. get a cab. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, but they have a thing, like on Twitter, like take photos of yourself doused in blood and post it on our Twitter, you know, and have contests and stuff. Right. That's super cool. Yeah. Because like, I remember when you and I went, like when I saw the first, no, I didn't go with you the first time. When I fr- saw the first time in Montreal, yeah, it was like very little blood. Like it's just like when he tears up the heart and like some blood spillators and whatever else like that. And then when we saw it in Toronto, they were like, they like pulled out like an artery and was like, Aah! like using it as like a, like a, a hose. A we hose. were sitting front row center and right in the middle of it, he takes a cup of blood, Ash, yeah. takes a cup of blood and just throws it out at a rod- random audience member and it happened to be me and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> they changed it now. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. They changed it. He reaches into one of the zombies chest cavity. Mm-hmm. I did quotation marks. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and pulls out this fake kind of rubber heart that's filled with fake blood and throws that instead of a little plastic cup. But it's still it's still really cool. It's yeah. like gratuitous like here. <laughs> I saw like the cup was hilarious. Was like ah! I just <laughs> splash a cup of blood. You're like what? <laughs> like, why is that cup of blood? Like it's not even <laughs> there's no reason for that cup to be there other than to get blood on some audience person. No it's great and they're gratuitous about it and they they really over the top with it which is what people want and well, it's that super fun yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a really good time and even though he hadn't seen the original movies he really was into it right so weird to me yeah. no but not, not that he hasn't seen them but just like imagine like watching the musical being like what, what a crazy original idea this <laughs> this whole thing is like <laughs> <Next> <laughs> it's I look that up i wonder like, if that's real chainsaw <laughs> on the hand who'd have thought yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like going to see wicked without ever watching wizard of oz yeah exactly huh. <laughs> yeah that i wonder uh, I think that's our time. Does anyone have anything else? No, yeah, I'm good. Uh, uh. I got other puke stories, but we'll save those. No, exactly. We'll, we'll save another time. This is going to be a recurring thing. I guess so. R.I.P. People Who Died on Black Friday and Paul Walker. Yeah. This has been 90S. <laughs> You're going to end on a down <laughs> Really? You're going to end with an R.I.P. and giggles? <laughs> really? Yep. All right. This is Paul Walker. I feel died. Peace out. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number nine T O 
5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9 to 5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.